The next day, Kamsa called all his counselors together and narrated to them all the incidents that had happened the night before. All the counselors of Kamsa were demons and the eternal enemies of the demigods, so they became depressed upon hearing their master speak of the night's events. And although they were not very much experienced or learned, they began to give instructions to Kamsa as follows. Dear sir, let us now make arrangements to kill all the children who were born within the last ten days in all towns, counties, villages, and pasturing grounds. Let us execute this plan indiscriminately. We think that the demigods cannot do anything against us if we perform these atrocities. They are always afraid of fighting with us, and even if they wish to check our activities, they will not dare to do so. Because of the immeasurable strength of your bow, they fear you. Indeed, we have practical experience that whenever you stood to fight with them and began to shower your arrows upon them, they immediately began to flee in all directions just to save their lives. Many of the demigods were unable to fight with you, and they immediately surrendered themselves unto you by opening their turbans and the flag on their heads. With folded hands, they begged you to spare them and said, My lord, we are all afraid of your strength. Please release us from this dangerous fight. We have also seen many times that you would never kill such surrendered fighters when they were all fearful, their bows and arrows and chariots broken, forgetful of their military activities and unable to fight with you. So, actually, we have nothing to fear from these demigods. They are very proud of being great fighters in peacetime, outside of the war field. But actually, they cannot show any talent or military power on the war field. Although Lord Vishnu, Lord Shiva, and Lord Brahma are always ready to help the demigods headed by Indra, we have no reason to be afraid of them. As far as Lord Vishnu is concerned, he has already hidden himself within the hearts of all living entities, and he cannot come out. As far as Lord Shiva is concerned, he has renounced all activities. He has already entered the forest. And Lord Brahma is always engaged in different types of austerities and meditation. And what to speak of Indra? He is a straw in comparison to your strength. Therefore, we have nothing to fear from all these demigods. But we must not neglect them, because the demigods are our determined enemies. We must be careful to protect ourselves. To root them out from their very existence, we should just engage ourselves in your service and be always ready for your commands. The demons continued. If there is some disease in the body which is neglected, it becomes incurable. Similarly, when one is not careful about restraining the senses and lets them loose, it is then very difficult to control them at all. Therefore, we must always be very careful about the demigods before they become too strong to be subdued. The foundation of strength of the demigods is Lord Vishnu, because the ultimate goal of all religious principles is to satisfy him. The Vedic injunctions, the Brahmins, the cows, the austerities, sacrifices, performance of charity, and distribution of wealth are all for the satisfaction of Lord Vishnu. So, let us immediately begin killing all the Brahmins who are in charge of the Vedic knowledge and the great sages or in charge of sacrificial ritualistic performances. Let us kill all the cows, which are the source of butter which is so necessary for performing sacrifices. Please give us your permission to kill all these creatures.
actually. The limbs of the transcendental body of Lord Vishnu are the Brahmins, the cows, Vedic knowledge, austerity, truthfulness, sense and mind control, faithfulness, charity, tolerance, and performance of sacrifices. Lord Vishnu is situated in everyone's heart and is the leader of all the demigods, including Lord Shiva and Lord Brahma. We think that to kill Lord Vishnu is to persecute the great sages and Brahmins, said the ministers. Thus being advised by the demoniac ministers, Kamsa, who was from the very beginning the greatest rascal, decided to persecute the Brahmins and Vaishnavs, being entrapped by the shackles of all-devouring eternal time. He ordered the demons to harass all kinds of saintly persons, and then he entered his house. The adherents of Kamsa were all influenced by the mode of passion as well as illusioned by the modes of ignorance, and their only business was to create enmity with saintly persons. Such activities can only reduce the duration of life. The demons accelerated the process and invited their deaths as soon as possible. The result of persecuting saintly persons is not only untimely death. The act is so offensive that the actor also gradually loses his beauty, his fame, and his religious principles, and his promotion to the higher planets is also checked. Driven by various kinds of mental concoctions, the demons diminish all kinds of welfare. An offense at the lotus feet of the devotees and Brahmins is a greater offense than that committed to the lotus feet of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Thus, a godless civilization becomes the source of all calamities. Thus ends the Bhaktivedanta purport of the fourth chapter of Krishna. Kamsa begins his persecutions. <laughs>